So if you can slot out an hour to two hours a day to have somebody else make you look good and promote you, there is absolutely no reason why you can't be successful podcasting. Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours. Strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I'm super glad that you're here with us today because I am here with my most amazing guest, Tyler. Tyler, thank you so much for being here with us today. Oh, Michelle, it's my joy and my pleasure to be here. Awesome. So give everybody the 5,000-foot view of who you are and what you love to do. <laughs> well, I am a father, a husband, a son, a natural-born performer, best-selling author, seeker of warm beaches, lover of fine chocolate. Uh, I, for the last 10 years, have been training people to be better communicators and speakers based on my 36 years experience on stage. And that is me in that 5,000-foot view. Awesome. So what are you working on right now? Because I know you've got a ton of stuff in the podcasting world and tell us all about it. Yeah, what aren't I working on right now? Let me <laughs> let me let me lick my fingers from all of these pies because they're sticky right now. Um, on the books right now, I am putting together three large events in Phoenix, uh, Atlanta, and Toronto for the Power Within and Power of Success. Uh, so just getting those organized, getting venues in place, getting speakers going. Um, I am myself running my own speaker training program that we'll be holding in Las Vegas in October. And so getting that venue filled and getting people in place and, and all that going, that's been fun. Um, I, as you had pointed out, doing a lot on podcasts. I have, uh, with the relaunch of the book last year, I was on over 300 podcasts. I had a whole bunch of people reach out and say, how did you do that? <laughs> and so now I'm uh, running a um I got free uh, Facebook challenge, uh, like a, you know, those group challenge things to show people how they can get on a hundred podcasts in a hundred days. Um, and so that's been, you know, gearing that up, we're doing that uh, starting in the next couple of days. And so that's been fun. Um, and then on top of it, just living life, you know, I'm still running the business. Um, I have a, uh, I own a company that is safety consulting and it has nothing to do with what I'm doing for the rest of everything, but it's, it's the business. It's the thing that pays the bills that lets me uh, play and do all the things that I enjoy. And, uh, you know, and then just trying to be a good father and a good husband. <laughs> that's, 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 you let your kids one. lick your fingers every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the pies. I'm like, here, here, Kenzie, let's, let's make a pie. That's awesome. yeah. That is super fun. So 5,000 things to do. We could be here all day. Which one of those would you like to focus on today that we can go down and uh, investigate? Oh, you pick whatever one was the most interesting. Whatever you feel is going to serve your listeners the best, <laughs> Michelle, let's let's run down that rabbit hole. Because as you said, there isn't a thing that I'm not involved in right now. I'm even producing a musical right now. Like, that, like that's, I know, <laughs> like that's, that's, 
how diverse my, <laughs> my life is. That's how many hours you have in your day. Like, I want to know where you got the wormhole from that you got to, you know, warp time. And <laughs> I have an unbelievable team who does a lot of the legwork for me. I I'm really good at saying, Hey, let's do this thing. And then, and giving direction and letting everyone run. I surround myself with people significantly smarter than me. So that helps too. That is awesome. So I have to ask before we go anywhere, how did you get involved in a musical? Like they just went, Hey, you clearly have nothing on the go. <laughs> Come do so, a musical with us. I went to a fine arts high school. I got a, um, I specialized in musical theater. Like that was, um, what my what would they call it when you're you know you major i majored in in uh, musical theater <laughs> and um with a minor in television and arts and so i had a whole bunch of people who were connected a really good friend of mine who i've stayed in touch with I, most of my friends from high school i'm still in contact with but my one really good friend chris basley um was doing a musical down in Claire's home and I went to see him in the show and then he got connected with this incredible incredible composer and playwright Marin Burnham whose professional name is Marin Ord and she put together a show called uh, Featherpen Fairy Tales that went up just before the pandemic shut everything down we uh, staged it the last week of February 2020 um, so I was involved with that and then over the course of the pandemic she wrote this new musical called The Gardener and I, I could, I, I got to workshop it, do the virtual stuff. I fell in love with the music. And when she started talking about wanting to actually stage it, I was like, I, I want in how, well, how, what can I do to help? How can I help? And she's like, I really need somebody who knows the ropes and who can help produce it. And I've been in theater since I was six years old. So I, you know, I, I have contacts all over um, Calgary, all over the province, all over the country. I know people down in the States. And so we've been, you know, it's kind of like, what do you want to do with this? Like, how does this look to you? And what, what is your, what is your goal? Cause I know what I want to do with it. I want to see it on Broadway. Is that your goal? Where do you want it to be? And so we've just been working that out. So theoretically, we're going to open that in Calgary in April for everyone to to see as kind of like, you know, the first run and, and work out the kinks. And then I'm going to start talking to large producers and say, hey, what? where can we put this? Because this is a show that needs to be seen. Awesome. So give us the name of the show again, just so we can go and find The Gardener. The Gardener. <laughs> Marin Burnham. Awesome. We will, of course, have the links in the show notes. And as we find out more, we will update those links as possible. Yeah. Awesome. So that is super fun. So because we're on a podcast, let's start there. Tell me, how did you start the 100 podcast 100 challenge? 100 podcasts in 100 days. And what I, the hell made you think that, that was, hey, let's start small. <laughs> yeah, let's start small. Yeah, well, five so five actually, days. Nah. <laughs> Because here's the thing that a lot of people look at it and go, it's impossible. And I like to show people that impossible is possible, right? It's real easy to talk people in. And, and that, that's the thing. I don't, I don't want to work with the people who go for just what is achievable. And so the people that I want to work with are the people who go, really, I could do a hundred pocket. Like those are the people that I want to uh, target. Our, our main audience is actually authors of, self-published books, nonfiction, typically entrepreneurs who are really looking to promote their book. Like that, like when we get into our blue ocean niche, that's, that's who I want to work with. Cause it's me. 
that's how I got onto the podcast because I had my number one best-selling book, but I wanted to get it to number one best-selling. And I didn't know how when, when the Power to Speak Naked first came out, I didn't know. I didn't know what to do with it. And um, luckily, I have a really good publisher, Morgan James, and they had introduced me to uh, a service called Podmatch. And I started tinkering around with it. And then next thing I knew, I was the number one ranked guest on that service and then continued to be the number one ranked guest on that service for month after month after month. And a lot of people, even the the, um, founder and co-founder of Podmatch, um, Alex and his wife, Alicia, reached out to me and were like, what are you doing? And they had me on their first summit. They started doing quarterly summits to teach. And it was when people started reaching out to me saying, how did you do this? Like, how did you get 300 podcasts in a year? Like, what were you doing? I'm like, well, I, not Podcast. much. <laughs> yeah. It, I, but <laughs> clearly one it, a day. <laughs> it, uh, uh, yeah. It's actually so more specifically, it's, it's two a day, five days a week. And then, and then you just, and then you get to take the weekend off. It's fun. But it, and the thing is, is it, it, um, a lot of people are like, well, isn't that a lot of work? And I'm like, no, actually, What's a lot of work is what Michelle does <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to do the show is a lot of work because you got to get the guests, you got to do the editing, you got to do the pro, like all of that stuff that goes into it. For me, I just need to show up. You know, I need to make sure that I'm serving your audience and I need to make sure that I'm bringing something to the table. And then obviously when it's done, I need to share that out. I need to promote it through to my network. Um, but I, I, this is the easy part, right? Most shows are half an hour to an hour. So if you can slot out an hour to two hours a day to have somebody else make you look good and promote you, there is absolutely no reason why you can't be successful podcasting. And the funny thing is, is then it spins. The podcasting leads to a lot of radio and television interviews. Those lead to more legitimacy and more stages that you can speak on. The more stages that you can speak on, uh, the more credibility you lose. And it just becomes this, it, it just snowballs. Like the, the, uh, how much my speaking career, and I already had a good speaking career two years ago, three years ago, how much exponentially it has skyrocketed, even in the last three months. I, like, I have a full calendar again. I haven't had a full calendar in a long time. And so that I, I, I wanted to give back because this is, this is not a hard thing to do. This is an easy thing for me to teach, right? So when I say 100 podcasts in 100 days, I want the people who go, I want to know, not the, God, that sounds like a lot of work. If it sounds like a lot of work to you, don't, even, don't bother because it is work. It's just not that hard and it's highly achievable. Very easy. Nice. When I first saw it, I went, yeah, who? I don't have to do any work. This would be awesome. <laughs> Right. So I, I love the ladder of ascension going from the book to the podcast, the radio TV stages. Let's back up the bus a bit. If somebody's looking at this and they're going, yes, this sounds like an awesome strategy and plan that I can work out. Just writing the book. What do you see as some of the mis- biggest mistakes people make when they're looking at writing their book that causes them troubles through that ladder of ascension? Uh, when they're writing the book, the, first of all, I- that first thing, nobody's going to read this, right? Like everybody gets all hung up on trying to make this magnus opus that is, you know, this voluminous tome that, that will be life-changing, world-shattering, you know, and it's like, don't. <laughs> like my book, my book is, and condensed now because my publisher made it smaller. The original 
version of it when I self-published it is super shiny. So it doesn't show up good on TV. So he was like, no, we're going to do it with a matte finish. Cause now you can be able to do all of this stuff. Uh, this was like when the, I did the original one, it was like a five by nine format. And I think it's like a hundred and, or it's not even it's 102 pages. Yeah. 102 pages. And then we shrunk it down to make it look bigger by making it smaller, which I thought was funny. So now it has more shelf presence on the spine to 134 pages, but I spoke my book. Like I didn't write my book. I spoke my book. I'm a speaker. Of course I spoke my book. Right. And I based it off of training programs that I was already doing. So I was already instructing a program that originally was titled basic instructional technique or bit. I wanted you to get the bit and I thought it was super clever and nobody knew what it was. And then they were always mad when I, when they found out that it was actually public speaking 101 and not how to teach things, but it's the same. It's like they're one in one basic instructional technique. You need to learn how to public speak first. And so uh, to avoid confusion, we just renamed it based off the title of the book, power to speak naked. And then now I have a, a further continuance of that, the power of influence. So it did all kind of, again, snowballed. It snowballed, Michelle, and I didn't answer your question. I, I love it. And and I think you did in a kind of sort of roundabout way is that when when the content of the book parlays into being a guest on a show, training people how to do the thing that you do, and you're talking about that, it, it's a, it becomes a an effortless stream of people to go, hey, I love what you're talking about. Will you come on my show and talk about that? Yeah. And, and that's the thing too, when you, and, and I, again, so blessed over the last year to really find my brand. Like I didn't know what my brand was two years ago. And, you know, now I know what my pillars are. Now I know what my talking points are. And I know that because I've got to do it 300 times. Like that's the other thing too. When you start to do this over and over and over and over again, you are being informed by the questions that the host asks, but you are also developing your flow, your style, your stories, uh, what matters. Uh, so much content that I've developed over the last year has come directly from being on podcasts and radio interviews. And now to the point where we're actually going to be releasing a second edition of the book. So, you know, the power to speak naked, bigger, longer, and uncut. <laughs> okay, we will definitely have you on the next show. And I have to ask you, um, so for those of you who don't know, I also have a podcast called The Little Blue Pill for Business, which is, but we won't go there yet. Um, have you ever spoke on stage naked? Gotta ask. <laughs> oh, yeah, once for charity. And it came about because I was, it was one of the first times that I was actually delivering um, The Power to Speak Naked. And I had done it as one of those, you know, free 45 minute to hour presentations to then have people upsell. If you like this information, come and do this, this other one, right? Like, and the, by the way, it's a horrible format. Don't do that anymore. Just between you and me. I mean, you can, I'm not going to say no, it's just people know, and it's, it's getting a little, yeah, yeah. but um, I was doing that. That was the thing like three or four years ago. And I had a gentleman in the audience who yelled out, come on, naked boy, take off the clothes. And I was like, uh, no, sir, uh, you have not paid enough <laughs> ticket cost. And, you know, and then in the midst of it, and then a couple of there's, he wouldn't stop. He just wouldn't stop. And as somebody who's been on stage for, you know, coming up my fourth decade, I, uh, I know how to handle 
a heckler. And so I was kind of like, you know, he wouldn't stop and I, the ignoring didn't help. The direct acknowledgement didn't help. So then it was now I get to do challenge time. And I was like, you know what? I, I, I appreciate um, your enthusiasm to see my naked form. I don't know why that's so important to you, but I understand, you know, I'm a good looking man and I work out, so I'm not, not opposed to it, but um, I would get arrested if I do it in this venue right now, but I am a man of my word. And so I also believe in raising money for charity. So if everyone in this room right now, and there was about 200 people there, if everyone is willing to commit right now, as you leave, I will have my assistant set it up and we'll, we've got people at the back that, you know, they're collecting tickets. I'll, I'll set up a square space thing and we'll take sales right now. If everybody here commits to pay a hundred dollars to see me naked, I will come and give this presentation next week because we had the venue. Cause that's the thing. Like I always book the venue, um, like uh, with an emergency date. So I reserve, like I had the one date, but I had the reserve just in case something happened or we had to cancel or whatever. I have it on hold so that I can always reschedule. So I had my reserve date still held and we hadn't left it. And I was like, we can come back here next week. I will get the permitting. It will have to be an adults only show. So unfortunately, if there's anybody in here who's under 18, you're not going to be able to to make it. I'm going to have to do all this stuff. So everybody was like, we'll agree. I'm like, I'm serious. I know how many people were here. We don't get everybody to pay a hundred bucks on your way out. I'm not doing it. Everybody did. I said, I'll donate all the proceeds because this was a free talk. So I don't need to make money off of this talk. I will donate everything minus the room rental to uh, the, to, uh, I think I can't remember which charity I picked. It was either made by mama or, or, um, the Calgary food bank. It was one of the two that we raised money for. Cause those are the two charities that are closest to my heart. And, uh, everybody agreed. So off they went, they all paid their hundred bucks. I was like, I can't believe that worked. Oh God. Now I have to go speak naked. <laughs> so had the venue back. And I, the, the most expensive part for me was not the venue but getting the permit from the city and the legal waiver with the lawyers (laughs) to actually be able to put on what then was deemed an adult show. And I went and I did it. I I gave my talk. I did it completely naked. And the funny thing is I was completely comfortable with it. The audience was was not like after like two or three minutes of people who were like, um, front row. I knew what I was getting into, but I didn't think it would be like this because <laughs> I'm just doing me. And uh, finally, I was like, who would appreciate it if I stood behind the podium? <laughs> They're like, everybody's hand went up. Ironically, dude who was heckling me didn't show up. Oh, never even showed up for it. He heckled me into it. But I, I we raised a good, decent chunk of change for charities. And if anybody wants, I'll do it again. I will do it again. I will raise money. I will do it, but it has to go to charity and chair. And you have to donate to my charity. I'll, you know, 50, 50 it with your charity, but I, it has to go to my charity too. Nice. I love it. Oh my God. It makes for a great story. And it also talks to me about the, the spontaneity that you need when speaking of an audience. Cause yeah. And having that, that creativity allows you to start thinking of new things and new ways of doing things, which I also think is paramount that until you get into those situations, you just, you come up with ideas that you never could have come up with had you not done that thing in the first place. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yours is a little extreme, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, but that's the thing. Like you get, you get used to thinking on your feet. I, to be honest, I thought because I was looking for unanimous consensus that I wouldn't get it. Right. Right. Like I thought that was going to be my out where, uh, you know, cause I knew what, I knew what our ticket receipts were going to be at, at the end. And we, and the nice thing is, is everybody was, we were able to program it on the fly, but like to, I just, why not? And then, and that's the other thing too. I wasn't going to say something that I wasn't willing to do. I mean, I've been, it, let me put it to you this way. Uh, it was the first time I gave that talk naked. It is not the first time I've been naked in public. So <laughs> I, I know Keep, so where if you want to know that story, you're going to have to go and listen to the little blue pal just saying. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's for the other show. show. Other show. Awesome. So talk to me again about podcasting and how it helps people. Because a lot of people don't realize, one, that they could be a guest on somebody else's show. Two, what they get out of it. Three, you know, all all of the benefits that go along with it. Talk to me about those. So I am learning benefits as we go. Like when originally, when I got into doing this, the whole point was to make sure that people knew about the power to speak naked and that I could push my book because really, because my publisher uh, wouldn't get it into stores, right? Like we had to, I had to show traction and that's part of the, right? So you have to have a marketing plan and most publishers, don't won't market your book for you. They will put it out to the stores and they will say, Hey, you know, this is this thing, but it's up to the stores and the libraries and everybody to then agree to purchase and stock that book. And most stores will, will only take a limited amount because they, they most times don't ever sell like a successful book, self-published or not a successful book sells 250 copies. That's it. That's deemed a success. Right. So you see all these New York Times bestsellers and the Wall Street Journal bestsellers and all of that, the Amazons, that means nothing. As most, the average, average is 250. And, and that's an average with all of these people who are selling 10,000, 15,000, 30,000 copies. So there is definitely the bottom end of that that is pulling that out. And so most, you know, most self published authors don't even sell 100 copies. And I was not going to be one of those. Cause I just, I have gigantic ego that is hard to fit through a door. So I was not <laughs> going to allow that to be. And so I had to put together, so I started asking around, you know, what are some of the marketing things? And I looked at getting a PR agent and they're like $5,000 retainer and $7,500 a month. And they might get you on a couple of news shows. And I'm like, uh, let's get some proof of concept. Like I I'm sure I can get on CNN on my own if I just had a little bit. And so somebody tipped me off and said, well, you know, my, again, my publisher is like, we'll try do some podcasts. And it was just that little bit of thing. And then I did some research and got in and started looking at how to do it. So some of the benefits that I got initially was just press. I just wanted press. Right. But then I was able to really hone my story. So that's unbelievably helpful when you are able to find those bullet points and find those sound bites, and then you can use those and pull them. I've made unbelievable connections because I've talked to 300 plus hosts. And so some of the connections that I've been networking with and, and I've been able to, to grow some other relationships and have some other joint ventures put together just because I really got along with the host was unbelievable. And here's the best part. If you Google my name right now, Tyler Foley, sorry, Google hates it when you say that. If you do an internet search, 
of my name, <laughs> probably done on Google because <laughs> nobody uses Bing. But either way, the the top, I, I am the the front, the full page. Nothing else. When you Google my name right now, Tyler Foley, you go boom, and I am the first 10 search results, and I'm half of the second page before you get into any other content that has nothing to do with me. That is a direct result of the fact that I am backlinked on 300 episodes. They are all, because right, how do we, where do we find you, Tyler? Well, you go to SeanTylerFoley.com. Well, so that link is on 300 shows on and what are the three main platforms for people to listen to uh, a podcast? They're going to be on where they can find you on Apple. They're going to be on Spotify and they're going to be on Google, Google Play. Well, what are the three main players in tech where everybody goes to find anything? Plus, everybody's uploading the video to YouTube, which is owned by Google. So I have the, the four main digital sources of information backlinking to my website, which makes my website the number one ranked search when you look for me. I could, I, there was a guy who's, I asked for $10,000 for SEO rankings and he was going to guarantee me the, you know, a, a placement on the first page. But I was like, I can't afford $10,000 organically without doing anything except for take slotting out time to be on podcasts. I, my, you Google my name. The only thing that I don't have right now, and I'm going to work on it because it, it, it bugged me when I actually did the search. This is new information for me. The images that come up are not me. So they're images of other Tyler's. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to tag my picture on my website with the, you know, I'm going to code it so that it actually says Tyler Foley, Tyler Foley, Tyler Foley, Tyler Foley. And I'm going to try and grab the first 10 images as well because I get all the videos. All the videos are me. My website is right at the top of the page too. And not an ad one. It's an organic one too. So that's awesome. And then I have all these backlinks. And then on top of it, because they're uh, the YouTube videos, the, a couple of them are, you know, um, key points are listed. So I have all the videos with key points. So people can actually just go and get the sound bites. And I didn't have to do anything but show up and be me. <laughs> so peeps, if you're not getting this, this isn't really about Tyler. This is all about you. <laughs> you need to do this. So. Yes. so awesome. So give us an example of one of your clients, Cinderella stories. Oh, um, the, so I think that my favorite one right now is, um, actually I have two because they both did it right around the same time. And they were competing with each other. Um, I, uh, good. Well, she's now a good friend. I, client. I was on a podcast, literally on a podcast. And the podcast host reached out to Andrea and said, you need to talk to this guy. He knows what he's doing. And so Andrea reached out to me and my business partner, Michael. She joined the Endless Stages Facebook group. She ended up coming on and doing some private coaching with us. And uh, she, she was like, how do, I, how do I do what you did? I'm like, very simple. This is it. And I showed her, I'm like, you've got to sign up for Podmatch. You do these things. And she ended up skyrocketing to number one. And that's, that's when I knew that I had it. I was like, no, this is, this is a teachable skill. So then we uh, put it out into the group and I said, would anybody else be interested in, in perhaps learning this? And then we had three more clients reach out and there was a point 
on Podmatch where Endless Stages members were the top five. I got the screen grab of it. So Podmatch ranks the guests based on um, their five-star rating feedback, how many shows they've been on and how, how active they are on the site. And we held the f- top five of the 10 ranking for like three days. And I never, I, you know, I was so happy when I saw me for over a year, I never dropped below the, the top three. When we were running the first challenge, my trained folks bumped me down to number seven. I've never been so happy to drop from number one <laughs> in my entire life. I was like, look at that. Andrea is right on top. And we have, you know, Charlene Madden was on top and Michael Harris was there. We had so many people who were just crushing it with number one. And then I was like, no, this is, this is a thing. And one of the things that I like the most about pod matches, um, there are a lot of those podcast matching services where people can go and find shows to be on pod match is the only one that has metrics tied to it. So, you know, um, first of all, you know what your reach is. So you can say the, these shows had this number of uh, social uh, followers. They had these number of downloads on their show. Um, This is how active I am. Like there's an actual metric and ranking to it. And I thought that was really helpful for me just so that I kind of knew where I was at, but now I can follow other people. So when I teach this, I can go, no, see, Andrea made it. Michelle made it. Right. Like I'm like, yeah. And then I get to cheer the successes and we get to post it and do the screen captures. And then there's the social proof that goes with that. So you ask, what are some of the benefits of it? Now there's social proof. You can be on the, if you can do it and just get that screen grab of, even if it's just for one day, number one ranked guest on Podmatch, then you send that out when you, the next time you are getting on a show and they're like, well, who are you? You're like, well, I was the number one ranked guest on Podmatch. You know, I've done, I've done this. These are the endorsements that I get. And then that's the other thing too, is a guest, you get the feedback and the endorsements. See the benefits go on and on and on. I it could be an entire, it's almost like I could teach an entire three day seminar on the advantages of, of being in this. Almost just like that. <laughs> so, so Tyler, I know that our audience is going to want more from you. How did they start the journey with you? Uh, the best thing to do is to go to the website. And that is uh, seantylerfoley.com. And Sean is spelled the proper Irish way, S-E-A-N-T-Y-L-E-R-F-O-L-E-Y.com. And if they go there, uh, I would ask before they do that, because I know you'll link it in in the show notes so they can go. But if they're going to be looking at that, I want them to hit pause right now and give you a five-star review. Because whatever platform you're listening to this on, then they're, they're already there. And if they've listened to this point, then We've done something good. So thank you for listening to this point and putting up with my ramblings. But, you know, if Michelle is serving you content regularly and you are getting value out of that, one of the best things you can do is reward her by giving the show a five-star review. So you're already on the, already on the device. So give it uh, hit pause, give it a five-star review. If you've done that, then go down to the show notes, click on the link for seantylerfoley.com. The first thing you're going to see when it pops up is an invitation to our Endless Stages Facebook group. Don't search it through Facebook because you won't get the freebies. Come to SeanTylerFoley.com, sign up for it that way, and I will send you a free PDF download of the book, The Power to Speak Naked, number one best-selling book. You'll also get access to our um, Drop the Mic digital self-paced program. 
And uh, we also offer you a 20 minute one-on-one -on -one with me. And that's not one of those weird triage sales calls where, you know, I'm like, tell me what your needs are and I will sell you this $8,000 coaching package that no, it's just literally what can I do for you? How can I be of service? If you want to know more about public speaking, I'd be happy to do that. If you just want to take a peek at my Rolodex, I will open it up for you. The 20 minutes is how you want to use the 20 minutes. And we make that available as a gift to everybody who does that. But only Michelle, I'm only going to do that if they give you a five-star review. If I see that calendar invite show up in my calendar and I'm like, I'm talking to Joe Blow today and Joe has not left you a review, I'm going to unfortunately have to cancel that 20 minute one-on-one -on -one conversation with him. We're sorry, Joe, but you know, you missed the boat. <laughs> you were warned. <laughs> you were warned. Warned, sir. <laughs> awesome. Tyler, you have been phenomenal. I appreciate your time immensely, but I have to ask you before I let you go, at what point in life did you know that you were especially kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? Uh, well, I've been self-employed since I was six. So uh, I think it's not that I, I don't know if there was one point where I was, where I realized I was crazy enough because I always thought that that was just the way, what it was, was, at, around my mid twenties, I felt that I needed to get a quote unquote real job. And about four years later, when I realized how much it sucked my soul was when I realized that I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> so I've always, I think it's crazy to work nine to five. Because it's so much better 23 hours a day for yourself for less pay. <laughs> Could not agree more. Awesome. You have been absolutely fantastic. Again, I appreciate your time. I know how valuable it is. Any last words for our peeps? Um, just that, you know, I know particularly around public speaking, a lot of people are like, well, you know, it's great for Tyler. You know, he does this. Oh, Michelle can do that. She's got the podcast. But who? I don't have the store. I don't have anything to say. You have a story to tell. I promise you, everyone has a story. You have no idea who needs to hear that story. And I promise you, the thing you're afraid to say is very likely what your audience needs to hear. So if you need help finding that or expressing that, come and talk to me. I've got a great uh, way to do that. And that, that's how we can spend our 20 minutes. Thanks. I love it. Peeps, this is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being here with us today. If you know anyone that would make a great guest for the show, including yourself, of course, after you've taken Taylor's training, if you have any questions or topics you'd like me to discuss, reach out to me at michelle at awarenessstrategies.com or connect with me on LinkedIn and Facebook. I would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com slash blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, like five stars personally and share with your friends.